Welcome to another episode of Hold Fast, where we have biblical truths for daily battles. My name is Kenny. I'm the host of the podcast. I'm excited about today because not only do we have video back on our YouTube channel, but uh, also I believe that I have improved the quality of the video a little bit. So if you have not watched one of the videos, I would encourage you to go over to our YouTube channel called Hold Fast and check that out. Maybe you're already watching this. Thanks for doing that. Would love it if you would subscribe to the channel or just subscribe to the podcast in general so that you don't miss one of the videos, one of the, the posts, the episodes of the podcast. So today I want to dive into a subject that, um, like most of what we talk about in the podcast, probably requires more time than just the 15 to 20 minutes that we're going to give it, but it's one that I think is important to talk about. And, and maybe this will be a starting point for somebody listening to this who needs to hear the things that I'm about to say, and it will spark you to have a deeper conversation with your pastor, whether that's me or you go to another church and have a pastor there that you need to go to. Now, I'm going to primarily be speaking to men in this podcast because I'm going to uh, sort of address, not, not sort of, I guess briefly is the better word there, briefly address the topic of pornography. Uh, this is something that most men, uh, maybe, I don't know that it's a stretch to say all men in this day and age have struggled with to some degree or another. Um, whether that's uh, they've been deep into the struggle of pornography or they've dabbled in it or they've come across it in some way. I think all men to some degree have been faced with this. And um, it's, it's a story of mine even. In my teenage years, I struggled heavily with this. And I've talked about that before, but I don't, I don't want to share my story in this podcast mainly for the sake of time because I have a few things that I want to share, but, but I want you to know that I'm coming from a place of understanding this struggle because I've been there and I've been there deeply. And so um, there's a passage that I want to start with and kind of frame our conversation around when we talk about pornography. And, and I'm really trying to drive home at how do I begin to get freedom from pornography? That is a very uh, tough question that I am asked often. And I'm asked that question not only in relation to pornography, some of the things that we're going to talk about not only apply to pornography, it can apply to any addiction or any really sin struggle that you're having, something that you just can't seem to break free from. But I am specifically addressing uh, what I'm talking about today to the issue of pornography. So I want to read this passage and make a few comments uh, for our episode today that, that I hope, like I said at the beginning, I hope that this is helpful and encouraging, but you need to understand that if you're in this struggle, you're not just simply going to listen to a 15-minute or watch a 15-minute podcast episode and then go out and have everything you need to just conquer this. Um, We'll talk about that as we go deeper, but this is a starting point. This is hopefully something that will prompt you to really do battle in this area of your life. It's Romans 12, 1 and 2, and I know that this is a passage that a lot of people have gone to. You might have heard this passage given to you in your struggle with pornography, and you've heard it before, and you're like, yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know, but, but I, it's not helping me. But I want you to really listen to what Paul is saying here in Romans 12, 1 and 2. Very well-known passage. I want you to try to listen to this as if you're hearing it for the first time. Therefore, I exhort you, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a sacrifice, living, holy, and pleasing to God, which is your spiritual service of worship. There's so much in here that applies to the, our battle with pornography. Paul, Paul's not talking about pornography in this passage, but what he says absolutely can apply to our battle with that. 
Paul says, I exhort you, brothers, by the mercies of God to present your body. So it's by God's mercy that we present ourselves before him as holy and blameless. We don't do this on our own strength, right? It is by the mercies of the Lord that we can present ourselves before him um, as holy and acceptable. So that is... I mean, that is often one of the first things that I'll say to guys who are struggling with this because it's what I needed to hear. Stop trying to do this on your own strength. Stop trying to conquer this sin or any sin for that matter just by sheer willpower alone. By hearing the word and saying, oh, well, I'm not supposed to sin. And so you go out and you just try to grit your teeth and just bear through it. I found myself failing time and time and time again with that kind of approach. So Paul, right at the outset of this passage says, by the mercies of God, you present your bodies as a sacrifice. Our sin is great, his mercy is more. Remember that, start with that foundational understanding of the gospel, that you don't come to him on your own strength, but you come to him, you give up your strength, you give up your pride, you give up all those things that you are clinging to for the sake of grabbing a hold of his mercy. Present your bodies as a sacrifice. That's a key phrase too, a sacrifice. If we're honest, as men, and this can go for women as well, I'm not trying to just single out men, I know women struggle with this as well. But if we're honest, we just don't want to give up our sin. That, that, is, that is probably one of the primary issues that we face as believers in Jesus Christ when we're trying to battle sin. We don't wanna give it up, we enjoy it. We like it. Yes, there is an element of us that, that hates it and we wish we didn't struggle with it, but the truth is we enjoy it. We love it because our flesh wants that, okay? Yes, we are redeemed in Christ. We're saved. All of those things are true, but at the very same time, we still have the flesh that we battle day in and day out and we want our sin. So we must recognize that to come to God by his mercy, we are offering ourselves as a sacrifice. That means we are taking up our cross and dying to ourselves, dying to our flesh, dying to all of those things that we want so desperately. And so you've got to understand that if you are battling pornography, or, or anything of that nature, that it's going to require sacrifice. It's going to require you giving up something that in your flesh you do not want to give up. And I think it's important that you know that. I think it's important that you hear that and that you acknowledge that. I've, I've found myself at times praying in that way. I've said, God, if I'm honest right now, I want this sin. If I'm honest right now, I want to chase after this thing that I know you don't want me to chase after. I want it so bad and I don't see how your way is better, but I'm going to lay myself on the altar of sacrifice of, of, as a living sacrifice before you and I'm gonna offer myself before you and I'm gonna turn from that and I'm gonna turn to you as a living sacrifice. You're offering your bodies as a sacrifice, living, holy, and pleasing to God, which is your spiritual service of worship. I've kind of already touched on this, but I think Paul Paul's saying something here that we need to understand as well. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood. Our battle is spiritual, and that's true in relation to pornography as well. We're not just simply having a battle with our flesh trying to just not watch something that we know we're not supposed to watch. We are having a spiritual battle in which we are pitting our flesh against the spirit, which we are saying, God, I know your ways. I know what you've called me to. But this is something that I want in my flesh, and so we are choosing something over God. It's idolatry, among other, among other things. And so we've gotta understand this is a spiritual battle, okay? So I think verse one that I've already kind of walked through really sets up 
the proper understanding that we need to have, that, that, that this is by God's mercy that we present ourselves. This is a sacrifice. We're offering ourselves as a sacrifice, and this is a spiritual battle. And now in verse two, he's gonna begin to move into the practical side of this. How in the world do I present myself as a living sacrifice? How do I avoid uh, living in the ways of the world? So he tells us in verse two, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may, be, may approve what the will of God is, that which is good and pleasing and perfect. So don't be conformed to this world. Um, in the issue of pornography, I think one of the battles as men, as Christian men, is that we're often hearing this message that it's normal, that it's just, it's just natural for guys to want this. Um, and I would say that's true to an extent. What's, what's natural, what is put in us by God is, is a good and right desire for sexual intimacy with whoever our spouse is, okay, or whoever our spouse will be one day. Yes, we have been wired by God with a desire for physical intimacy, but I don't believe that God has put in us a desire for pornography, right? That's, that's, a, that's the perversion of the thing that God has created in sex. Satan and our flesh are what puts in us that desire for pornography and, and all of these uh, sexually immoral things. So we've got to recognize that we can't be conformed to the world. We can't allow the world to shape the way that we think about these things. There are all kind of, uh, I don't know, ministries is not the right word. There are organizations out there that are fighting against pornography, okay, which is a great thing. There are a lot of organizations that are not Christian that are fighting against pornography. And I'm not saying I don't want them to do that, but I'm saying that the way they fight pornography is not going to be the exact same way that the Christian fight, fights pornography. And so we've got to be careful that we are allowing God's word to renew our minds. Now, somebody might say, well, Kenny, some of these organizations, they're doing good things and men are getting freedom in there. So if what they're doing is working, why don't I go to them? I would say this, um, praise God that some people are finding freedom from, from those things in these methods. But, but what God has called us to is to be conformed to his will, to not be conformed to the patterns of this world, but to be transformed by the renewing of our minds, by letting the word of God renew our minds, wash over us, and teach us how to walk in his ways so that we can approve what the will of God is, so that we can not only know the will of God, but I think Paul's language here is important, that you can approve what the will of God is, that you see God's will and that you, you see it as a good thing, as something that you want to walk in. That was, that was a hurdle for me as well, that I saw God's command to, to be sexually pure as this burden on my life, like this is just something that he's restricting me from. But I had to get to a place by the renewing of my mind through the word where I saw God's will as good and perfect and pleasing. That's the place that we need to get to. That's the place that we need to be able to turn away from the ways of this world and see God's will and God's way as perfect and good. There's one final thing I wanna address on this, because um, again, this is introductory comments. This is just a way to hopefully challenge you in your thinking, to push you towards talking to somebody about this, whether it's your pastor or a biblical counselor. But there's one final thing I wanna talk about. Um, a lot of times guys, they, they come into my office or they talk to me about this and they go, I, I, can't, I can't seem to break free of this. And they think that, you know, and, and a lot of times I've heard something along these lines, you know, I've got an accountability partner and I've deleted the apps from my phone and I've, I've done everything that I know to do to be free from this and yet I still chase after it. 
that's not the ultimate way that you're going to get freedom. All of those things are good and you should do them. But what is foundational here is that you are renewing your mind through the gospel and the word of Christ. That you're not just seeking an outward behavior change, but this is something that must come from the heart. See, when I finally got to a place of victory over pornography, what what shifted in me was that I now saw that Jesus is better than anything that this world has to offer. It wasn't just like I saw pornography is bad and I don't want to do it, but I saw that Jesus and his ways are good and acceptable and pleasing and perfect. And I saw that I was only going to get victory over my sin in insofar as I'm believing in and walking in the gospel. The more I let the gospel of Jesus wash over me, and I remember that I'm a great sinner, but he's a greater savior, that that it's not by my righteousness that God is pleased with me, but, but it's the righteousness of Christ that's been imputed to me through Christ's sacrifice, and that when I glory in that, when I rejoice in that, I'm going to want to walk in his ways. And I'm going to want to walk in the Spirit. Yes, Romans 8, 1, there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. But those who are not condemned also desire to walk in the ways of the Spirit. So if you've been fighting this fight and you've just been seeking some outward change or change of action, that's not what the gospel's after. The gospel is ultimately after heart change, which will result in behavior change. And so I'm not trying to give you a free pass to not have an accountability partner and to not do, do those things. Do those things, but make sure that what's at the foundation is that you are seeking to offer yourself by God's mercies, by the gospel, as a living sacrifice. That you are not conforming to the patterns of this world, but you are letting your mind be renewed by the word of God and the gospel of Christ. That's going to drive you to victory over this. You know, Paul says, No temptation is overtaking you that's not common to man, and God is faithful. He will provide the way of escape. And I believe that the way of escape in any sin that you're struggling with, but also in this area of pornography, the way of escape is Jesus Christ and Him crucified. The way of escape is turning from our sin and turning to Jesus, placing all of our hope, all of our peace on Him. And so walking by faith in this battle with pornography is saying, like I said earlier, God, If I'm honest, I want this sin right now. In my flesh, I want this, but I'm going to trust that your way is better. I'm gonna read your word. I'm gonna let your word wash over me and show me that your will is acceptable and pleasing and good and perfect and that this thing that I want is only a cheap substitute for the fullness of the gospel that you offer me in Christ Jesus. It's a battle. And, and knowing all this and taking all this to heart is not just this magic pill that everything changes. You may know all this and you may have to battle this out, grind this out every single day. It's a battle where you daily take up your cross and seek to follow after Jesus. But I wanna plead with you. If you're watching this or listening to this and you are struggling with pornography and you have not reached out to somebody, do it today. Don't wait any longer. Because yes, God tells us to confess our sins to him in order to be forgiven. We find forgiveness in Christ, but then he gives us this beautiful gift in the church and he says, and confess your sins to one another so that you may be healed. I've known guys in my life who have silently struggled with this for years. And when they finally had the courage to bring this to another brother or to to another brother in Christ, to another pastor, if you are a, a, a woman struggling with this, bring it to another sister in Christ or a pastor, whatever that may be. Whoever that may be who, who, who loves you, loves Christ, and is going to point you to the gospel. And when they finally done that, when they finally brought it to the light, that's when they began to truly walk in freedom and healing. So I'm begging you to consider who can you reach out to. If you know me personally, I would love to talk to you about this. If you've never shared this with anybody, I know that it can be intimidating. 
I know that it can be scary. But I'm telling you, all of those fears are lies from Satan to keep you in bondage. I'm telling you that you need to walk in the light as he, Christ, is in the light. And know that the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sin. There's no sin so great that he cannot forgive. And there's no sin so great that he cannot set you free and allow you to walk in freedom in. I know, I've been there. And I know what the bondage is like and I know what the freedom in Christ is like. And I would love to talk to you about it. Or if you know somebody else that you can reach out to, that's great as well. But I pray that this drives you, whoever you are listening to this, man, woman, whoever you are, I pray that this drives you to the cross, this drives you to the light, this drives you to, to linking arm in arm with a brother or sister in Christ and then walking in the freedom that the gospel offers by the renewal of your mind. So I know this is a... Um, uh, a heavier, more personal issue than anything else I've talked about. But this, man, this podcast is about daily battles. This is one of those silent daily battles that so many people are going through and nobody around them knows that they're going through it. Walk in the freedom of the gospel that says, I can expose myself for being a great sinner and I can remember that I'm covered by the blood of Jesus because he's a great savior. I have the freedom to be honest about this and know that he's strong enough to save me, forgive me and sanctify me from this sin. Everything else, every other method of freedom, by the way, is a cheap substitute. You may find behavioral change in every other system, in any other system, but you won't find heart transformational change that brings the true joy and the fullness of the gospel uh, like the gospel does. So um, thanks for taking some time to listen to this. Uh, if you want to reach out to me, reach out to me via email. If you got my number, text me, whatever that may be. I would love to hear questions about this. I'd love to sit down and talk with you. I just love for you to come by the office and I just pray with you. I just pray uh, that God would begin to give you freedom in this area, that you would begin to trust in him more. I would love to spend some time with you in regards to that. But uh, this has been another episode of Hold Fast. If you've got a topic that uh, you'd like me to cover, please reach out to me as well. Give us a rating, a review, wherever you're listening to this or watching this. Um, would love it if you subscribe as well so that you don't miss an episode. But we'll be back next week with another episode of Hold Fast. <laughs>